What's up, humans and extraterrestrials? It's Michael Armstrong here with another episode of Deep Shift. Yes, we went deep, and I interviewed an Akashic Records reader, and she was able to answer questions about the past, present, future, potential timelines that exist within this reality. And so I took this as an opportunity to ask about all those conspiracy theories that we're hearing all about. Perhaps we can get some answers to some of these questions. I also asked about Donald Trump, and that answer was hilarious. Joe Biden, the current state of the planet, and many other things that I think you'll find pretty interesting. So tune in, have fun. I hope you enjoy this episode of Deep Shift with Daniela Gill. Welcome to Deep Shift, a show exploring the vibrant new future of a planet awakening. Welcome to Deep Shift, episode eight. I am Michael Armstrong. And my guest today is an international spiritual teacher known for the clarity with which she channels the Akashic Records. She is the psychic psychic and the healer's healer, working with and training many spiritual teachers, coaches, wellness practitioners, and esteemed figures in the field of spirituality and self-development. Daniela Gill, thank you so much for being on Deep Shift. It's an honor to be here. Thank you. So I'm excited to dive into the Akashic Records. Uh, I've known you for a while, so this is a lot of fun to do. We, I went to Greece with Daniela last summer, and she gave me an Akashic Record reading in this magical cave. And it was remarkable, the depth that we got to go into like my future and what was unfolding for me. Um, so for people who don't quite know what the Akashic Records are, could you give them an overview of what it is? The Akashic Records are essentially the subtle energetic imprint or knowing or remembering of everything that ever was, everything that is, and everything that could be. Some people call it a living library, and you can think of it as a recording of everything that has ever happened is happening and could happen. And Akashic comes from the Sanskrit word Akasha, which refers to the primordial element. So it's ethers or space. It's what existed before fire, wind, earth, and water, and what gave rise to everything and holds the big bang. Beautiful. So I thought it'd be fun to, we could, you could enter the Akashic Records and we could dive in. And I have a whole bunch of questions a lot of what's relevant right now for people regarding the coronavirus, um, different conspiracy theories, some things that a lot of people are talking about that perhaps we can get some answers from this realm of answers. Yeah. So, <laughs> so let's, do let's do it, yeah. So I'm gonna open up the Akashic Records for the Shifts audience. Spirit, support me in coming into an elevated, expanded state of consciousness so that I may become one with your perspective. Set aside the totality of my personality. So that I may serve as a clear channel for your divine loving guidance and knowing. Allow me to see the shifts audience. 
as they are seen in the light of the Akashic Records, allow me to know all who are listening to this recording right now, as they are known in the mind of God. Enable me to share all the communication of their masters, teachers, and loved ones with integrity, clarity, and love. And so it is, the Akashic Records are now open. Hmm. Thank you. So my first question is, what is the purpose for the coronavirus on this planet from this higher perspective? So many purposes. Ultimately, the coronavirus is serving to catalyze the evolution of our soul. One of the main purposes is to awaken unity consciousness. The virus is making us all so aware of the way in which our physical health and well being is interdependent and interconnected with the physical health and well being of all, of every human being, and of the planet as a whole. We're also recognizing how our economic health and well-being is dependent upon the economic health and well-being of everybody around us. And we're starting to become aware of the fact that how we are feeling, the vitality we're experiencing, who we are becoming, who we are, is actually in these very like intimate ways connected to everything and everybody around us. Coronavirus is serving to begin the dismantling of everything that is established on this idea of separation and all that this idea of separation brings with it, like greed and fear and taking advantage of others or seeking to have power over anything that is rooted in that is now falling away and starting to fall apart as we come into this age of revelation where we are remembering so many aspects of ourselves and remembering who we are and remembering our divinity, which is ultimately our interconnectedness with all life, our oneness with everything, with every human being on the planet, our oneness with all of life, our oneness with the brilliance that animates all of life, the intelligence that gives rise to all, as well as our oneness with with what gives, yeah, I wonder is with what gives rise to all of this, which brings us into a place of power and liberates us from victimhood and victim mentality. So coronavirus is serving all of that. It's bringing many of us into a state of stillness, unlike any that we've known before. For so long, humanity as a whole has valued productivity 
and doing and achieving and creating and becoming and has felt that they need to be more than who they actually are in order to be worthy, in order to find the value which is actually inherent within their being. And that has created these nervous systems that have been very much in fight or flight mode, like full of adrenaline. And it hasn't allowed us to truly drop into that more existential truth of our being, which is one of silence. It's the one of the void, like the void from which all life springs. And when we can connect with that aspect of ourselves, that gives rise to peace and that gives rise to trust. And collectively, we are recalibrating our nervous systems. And we're coming out of that fight or flight mode and we're giving ourselves spaciousness and we're dropping into deeper presence. And presence is our place of power and we're clearing anything and everything that has us feel that we need to be doing or any sort of shoulds, any sort of obligations, any self-imposed pressures around doing and creating. And we're connecting more with the pace of nature, which is our natural pace. Coronavirus mm-hmm. serves so many purposes. The only way that we can heal from this is by coming into unity, by working together, by creating harmony with one another and harmony with the planet as well, the earth. Thank you for that. And how did the coronavirus originate? Well, There are are various different perspectives on how it originated. Which will be revealed in time and may not be what you are expecting. It feels like ultimately the dark forces and the light forces came together. It's the beginning of unity consciousness. So it's the beginning of the darkness and the light coming together. (laughs) I'm laughing because it feels like there are elements of it that appear very lab, they feel very lab made, like made in a laboratory. And then the release feels very accidental on a conscious level, yet nothing is ever truly accidental. Everything is always operating in divine perfection. And at the end of the day, it's all quite intentional. So there's that aspect of it. And it's interesting, it feels like there are lab-made elements to it, and then it also feels like it's a force of nature. So it's like, even though it may have been made in a lab, it's still a force of nature. It's like nature is still running the show because we are one with nature. And it's serving a unification between all things man-made and all things naturally made. But I, I do feel it's birthplace in a lab. Is there any connection between 5G and the coronavirus? Five G 
weakens the energetic fields of those who do not yet know their power. So if we are still engaging in ideas of victimhood, and if we still have that in our field, then 5G can weaken our energetic field and in a sense poke holes in it, which then weakens our immune systems and makes our response to virus far more dramatic, far more intense. 5G is one of many things that is continuing to weaken our physical vessels and in many ways our, the strength of our physical vessel and of our energetic body is connected to this, our resilience and our vitality and our immune systems, not just as related to, you know, a physical virus or a physical pathogen, but a mental, emotional virus or pathogen. Right now we're seeing another kind of virus contaminating the planet at this time and going around that is highly contagious, which is that of fear that of mistrust, that of all of these conspiracy theories that are circulating the globe at this time. And I'm seeing these conspiracy theories as a purging of our mistrust and a reconciliation of a lot of the traumas that still exist within the collective human psyche. The collective human psyche has undergone so many atrocities at the hands of each other all of the genocides, all of the wars, all of the corrupt governments, all of, I mean, so much. If you think of the Holocaust, if you think of the Trail of Tears, if you think of slavery, like so much has happened and is still happening around the world. And that exists within the collective human psyche. So then it becomes very natural when something like this occurs, coronavirus, which is really triggering like our, our base survival, like, ah, that type of reaction, the psyche is automatically going to go towards these conspiracy theories and this mistrust and project them onto other human beings, especially our world's leaders. Um, everything has its light aspect and its dark aspect. And behind 5G, there is an innocence. There is an innocence. There are people behind 5G who sincerely believe that it is supporting humanity and supporting technology and good for the world. And they, in their ignorance, believe that it is not actually doing harm to the energetic body of the human vessel, or they just don't care. And then there are other people on the other side who, in their ignorance, believe that these people putting up 5G are completely and totally evil and intentionally harming. So there's ignorance on both sides and there's light and dark on both sides. What can we do to protect ourselves from getting the coronavirus or how can we improve our system so if we do get it, the symptoms are less severe? There's something about the energy of hiding in fear and limiting or manipulating your highest alignment out of fear of contracting the virus that actually makes you more susceptible to the virus because it drains the flow of life force energy flowing through you. 
So it's really important at this time to find your alignment, to find your highest excitement, to be so true and authentic to who it is that you actually are, because that is going to optimize the life force energy flowing through you, which is optimizing your immune system, which is optimizing the health of your energy body, which then optimizes the health of your mental body and of your emotional body, and of course, your physical body. So it's more important now than ever that we connect with the truth of our own hearts and that we begin to live our truest, most authentic expression by birthing the life of our dreams and allowing that to be now and allowing love to blossom in our hearts and allowing ourselves to be these anchors of peace and of trust. And when you have those kinds of energies anchored in your physical body, your immune system is so strong. And we have discovered, like science is starting to discover that healing is miraculous like miraculous people that are paraplegic that like you know are told are sentenced to being paraplegic for life miraculously magically healing themselves through the power of their minds through the power of their consciousness so it is like now is the time to wake up to how powerful you are you have these trillions of tiny little cells in your body to help you optimize your health. And all of them are receiving direction from your mind. And when you feel so, when you're like hiding, you're feeding the story of like, I am disempowered. I am a victim. I am susceptible to getting sick and dying. I fear getting sick and dying, which is actually putting your cells in a certain state that weakens them. It's also a really valuable time to reconcile our relationship to illness. Illness is always an initiation. It always has something to teach us. Getting a fever is actually incredibly healing because when you get some sort of trigger to your immune system like coronavirus that is so intense, it creates such a high immune response that not only does it eradicate a coronavirus from your system, it also eradicates other pathogens that perhaps we're just living in this place of like, uh, making you not feel so great. You don't have as much energy as you could. Maybe your digestion isn't so great, but not enough to like get your immune system to like really like, whew. but with coronavirus, your immune system, whew. and it can actually, that, that high fever that you get and that cleansing reaction that you have of like the coughing and everything actually clears other pathogens as well. So it serves a purpose and it's an initiation. And it also helps us reconcile our relationship with death. For so many people, for so long, people have believed that death is so bad. It's so awful. It's this tragic, terrible thing. But from the truth and the knowing of our soul, it is an elevation of consciousness and a radical transformation that feels like liberation. And that is just, it's just change. Death is change. And of course, there is much to grieve within death because there is a loss of something and perhaps there is a missing of someone when they die. And that is something that we can honor and respect and appreciate about the nature of death. But for so long, we have totally perverted death and turned it into something so awful. And we've said that staying alive is preferable to death. So then we keep people alive in these circumstances that... Um, create a lot of suffering and we've created a lot of unnecessary suffering for ourselves through our perverted relationship with death and, and not accepting it and like hiding from it and fearing it and thinking it's something so awful it's it's reflective of our fear of the unknown 
You mentioned that now is a time to really tune into our dream life, what we want that to be. How can people best use their time as we're all socially isolating ourselves in our homes? It feels like the best use of time is so different for everybody. For some people, it's act, it's taking action in ways that they never have before. It's creating the spaciousness, limiting social interaction in some ways, and limiting all of the distractions, all of the addictions, all of the attachments. And it's a time to really become actually aware of our addictions. Like a lot of people have had a lot of their energy drained by addictions and use addictions to procrastinate. And now is this time where they have the opportunity to face that head on and to start taking tangible action towards the creation of the life of their dreams, not necessarily by taking action, but by creating the foundations. The foundations being perhaps cultivating greater self-love, greater confidence, greater trust in yourself, getting to know yourself, getting to know your own voice. So that is the best use of time for some people. Meanwhile, others are undergoing such a radical transformation within their psyches and within their bodies and within their physical vessels, that it is a time to rest and to allow ourselves to completely, in many ways, dissolve. So the transformation is so radical at this time and so fast and so extreme that it can be likened to the transformation of the caterpillar into the butterfly, where it completely dissolves into nonsense, into nothing in the chrysalis. And while it is in the chrysalis, it's not doing anything. It's not creating anything. It's not achieving anything. It, does, it looks like it's doing nothing. It's literally dissolving into nonsense, into total confusion. It doesn't even know what way it's up. Like what way is up. It becomes sludge. And that's, that's what some of us are doing. Many of us are doing at this time. So it's a good time to release our expectations of ourselves and release the busyness and the, I should be doing this and all the obligations so that we can uh, let our minds dissolve, let like our beings dissolve. And in that dissolving, knowing that we are coming together more gloriously than ever before and knowing that immense death and destruction is upon us like it's upon the human race this is a time of death and destruction this is only the beginning and that can be really scary to feel into yet what is on the other side of that is a humanity unlike any we have ever envisioned one rooted in unity one unit rooted in harmony in love for each other in peace and play and bliss where we are remembering that we are one with god and that we can do and become and create and achieve absolutely anything and that we can be here to play and we can be here to love and we can be here to create and we are here to be stewards for the earth for each other we are living in harmony with the planet like like it's a humanity that we we can't even begin to comprehend from where we're at right now that's what we're giving birth to and that requires such a major shift from where we are at now collectively so whatever creates space for that shift and don't like let go of your ideas of what you think that might be because that could mean like lying in bed and also facing your own traumas and facing your own pain and facing your own sadness and facing your own like purging your own mistrust of humanity and the way in which you hold others away from you like any and all barriers that we have around our heart are asking to be reconciled in the coming days and weeks and months mm -hmm.
what did the Akashic records what did the Akashic records say about the coronavirus vaccine? Um, what I heard was stay present. For those who are afraid of a vaccine coming out, who fear a vaccine coming out, the perspective was to stay present. I felt ultimately ineffective. Ineffective because of, oh, so this is what it looks like. It looks ineffective the way the flu vaccine is ineffective because the flu mutates and it takes new form. And there's an intelligence to these pathogens that at this time is beyond the understanding of these scientists creating these vaccines. So it doesn't, it feels like vaccines have been some effect, more effective for other diseases in the past, that feel, they, but they feel more static. Coronavirus feels more mutable. It feels more mutable. I feel like the coronavirus will ultimately sort of dissipate in time. I feel like we'll create a herd, an herd, an herd, herd immunity to it, which feels like it'll be more effective than vaccines. Um, I don't think we'll have vaccines in the future. I don't see them in the future, in the far future. Maybe, you know, it all looks like possibility right now. Once upon a time, my relationship to the records was that future things looked so like defined, like this is what's gonna happen. This is what's gonna happen. This is what's gonna happen. And my relationship to the Akashic records lately has changed so much where these future possibilities, they, they feel so hazy. And as soon as I begin to speak to them, it's like they dissipate. It's like just a probability, just a probability. It's all a possibility. It's all a possibility. And I feel like the general feeling of it all is to stay present. It's to stay present with all of it and notice how so many of us have these like addictions, these habits of being upset about things or like having something to fight about. Like, so then they're projecting that onto like, oh, there's going to be this vaccine and they're going to impose it on me. And it's just another outlet for that addiction to having something to fight about, to being upset about something, something to worry about. So notice how you have these addictions to these certain emotional states and you're using certain things to to project them onto and then other people are so are like waiting for something else to save them something else to help them they're, they don't believe in their own capacity to heal their own capacity to strengthen their own immune systems their own capacity to manage their experience of life to like co-create with life and then they're like oh i'll be safe and i'll be okay once there's this vaccine to save me this this external thing, like the government is what's going to keep me safe and the government is what is responsible for making my life okay. The scientists are responsible for making sure I'm okay. It's, it's just, we're just, this isn't anything new. What we're feeling is not new. So whatever you're feeling around this, know that it is not new. This is just a new excuse, a new thing that's coming up for you, a new outlet for what you've always been feeling. Is Bill Gates working for the benefit of humanity? 
He thinks he is in his own ways. He thinks he is and he's not as ignorant as perhaps my human self would choose to think, to believe that he is. There's, um, there's equal light and dark in him. There's equal light and dark and ultimately all the dark ways with which he uses his power and money is going to serve to awaken humanity. So would you really call that darkness? How is what we're going through right now, this self-isolation and just really everything, all the energies of the planet, how is this affecting humanity? In an infinite number of ways, it's helping us anchor in greater presence, greater stillness. For some people, it's heightening their appreciation for others. It's also helping us become, a, oh, we're, we're like relearning how to socialize, actually. So we're learning about ourselves. We're getting more clear on how social interactions affect us and how we affect social, how we affect people socially. So we're becoming more empathic collectively. This is really important. And this is one of the first steps towards unity consciousness, towards really connecting on intimate levels with other people. So that is occurring. Many of us are being faced with what we have inside that we have been distracting from for so long. A lot of our addictions and means of distraction are being taken away from us, whether that's a job that we hated or going out drinking with friends or, I mean, anything and everything. A lot of it is being stripped away at this time. A lot of, a lot of businesses are failing, which is having people need to identify with something else besides their jobs and also need to create greater trust in life because a lot of fear around finances, around how am I going to put food on my family's table, all of these like base survival level concerns are coming up. And it's like the only comfort that we will find is by trusting life, which is what we're being asked to do. And realizing that a lot of these fears don't play out the way we imagine them. A lot of them are projected into a future that never comes and they simply destroy our present moment experience. Or the fear can create such blindness within us that we are then not equipped to follow our intuition, follow our intuition to actually having our needs met because life is always available to meet our needs. Always, no exceptions. Oh wow, it's just serving on so many levels. It really had the world come together in a new way. It's helping bring so many different agendas to light. These like darker agendas that are rooted in separation and in instilling fear in others, that's all starting to come to light. And a lot of the systems that we have in place that have been built upon these illusions of separation are just now beginning to fall apart. How is Donald Trump seen in the Akashic Records? <laughs> I laughed because it was like 
as like an angel on earth who lost a bet. <laughs> like, it's like, um, like, okay. So imagine there are these angels in heaven and they know that someone needs to come to earth and play this like totally outlandish role. This, this role of like being this like big, like egoic, like, I don't know, like all these, I want to say all these things, but I don't want to like trigger offend people. So I'm not saying it, but just play this role of this like overinflated ego and like what it's like to live from that place and to just impulsively blurt out whatever it is that you're thinking, no matter how ridiculous, making known all of the judgments, all of the bigotry, just that. Someone needs to come down to earth and play that role to help the humans wake up, to help them become aware of that within themselves. And then all the angels are like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. So they like form some bet. And then like the Donald Trump angel loses and is like, oh shit. (laughs) He's like, all right, guys, I'm going in. I'm going down. It's not an easy role to play. The role that he's playing is not easy. And he has truly he's like an angel on earth that has gone so he has steeped himself willingly so deep into ignorance and into forgetfulness of his angelic nature that he actually has no idea like on a conscious level has no idea that he is here to awaken humanity and to play a role somewhat like the role that christ played like christ awakened the masses that is what Donald Trump is doing, but in a very different way. Because the truth is that at this time in humanity, there are Christed beings all over the planet, meaning beings embodying Christ consciousness. And many people around them are not even recognizing them or able to fully receive them. So then we have, you know, figures like Donald Trump waking us up, analyzing the evolution of our soul. The angel who lost a bet. <laughs> and how is Joe Biden seen in the Akashic Records? I feel like Joe Biden is on the brink of an awakening mm-hmm. where it feels like there's some intellect that could come through in the future mixed with some spiritual knowing, although there could also be elements of resistance that could overpower the full blossoming of that spiritual knowing. So that'll be up to various different forces at play and all that, how they all come together and pan out and what is necessary according to the choices that all the individuals on the planet at this time make. He really believes that he knows what he is doing. And he's viewing the world from a more three-dimensional perspective. What is the current state of the shadow government or the service to self entities who control the power on the planet? Ooh, it's like they're, it's almost like they're divided. Like half of, half of them are just like, whoa, look at all this power we're gaining. And the other half are like freaking out because they know that their demise is coming. 
Mm. Like they're like, they know their days are over. It's like this one final little hurrah, this one final little heyday. And it's, it's like, they're starting to split. Like it's even, it's like, their dismantling comes into being when they start splitting. When all of these darker forces and powers that be all head in like an opposite direction, everything just kind of falls apart. It's like, for example, like everybody within the Republican party or the Democratic party, like everyone just heads in a different direction. It's like, there's no, we need a cohesive power in order to gain power. Like our power we can't have it through these individual perspectives. We need enrollment from other people. We need enrollment from other energies to gain power. And all of these energies feel like they're heading in such opposite directions that they, they lose their power just by heading in opposite directions and then not being able to enroll other people into their plans and to their agendas anymore. As people begin to become more psychic and telepathic, they can like feel into the underlying agenda they can feel into the underlying like oh like something about this is creepy it's dark it's wrong and i can't quite pinpoint it but like no that's what's going to start to occur and just people are gonna be like no that's not right how is the current financial system and where the financial system is headed seen in the akashic records Well, there's an element of have fun with your money now, recirculate your money now. It's like, like it feels like a good idea to recirculate money at this time and to begin to release our attachment to money, knowing that anytime we are spending money, we are actually giving money and energy and love to another human being. We are supporting them. Like there's no loss of money when we spend money. It is simply a recirculation of energy. The financial system as we know it will never be the same. A sh like a little shift has occurred that's going to continue to gain momentum. And it feels like the more that we can release our attachment to money, the better. And the more that we can release ideas of needing to hoard money, needing to save for retirement, it feels like there could be such a major financial blow in the future that the entire financial system collapses. Like it completely to the point where what you have, like, you know, the millions of dollars you might've had in the bank just sitting there becomes completely irrelevant. Like, what does that even mean? And I feel like that'll happen sooner than we think, like in this lifetime. So ideas of saving for retirement and it's, it's all becoming um, just nonsense as this system is, is coming to an end. When, on a other level, when are some possible timelines for extraterrestrial disclosure or contact? Sooner rather than later. It feels like it could be within the next 10 years. It's Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, people are growing quickly. 
it's like we just we can't shock the people too much like people really need to be ready but there it feels like there will be some things happening on the planet that will really shock and like shock humanity to its core and those things haven't happened yet and when they do happen it could be really supportive to actually gain support from ETs. We may be gaining support from ETs, certain downloads that help us elevate our consciousness and also certain technologies, like ETs could teach us about certain technologies. The ETs are definitely here to support. It's like, so I've never thought this consciously. This is the first time this is, you know, coming up and I'm getting like full body goosebumps. I'm like, whoa, the ETs are like here to support. And it feels like they'll come at a time where we perhaps may have been so shocked or rattled by something else that it won't be as shocking to our psyches to be like, oh my God, <laughs> aliens have landed. Well, I'm excited for that. <laughs> yeah, and they will come in support to teach us. Mm, and we beautiful. will, the collective human psyche will have a lot more trust. The, the ETs can't come until the collective human psyche heals enough to be in trust because as the collective human psyche is at this time it would be fear and war and protect how do we protect the people against the ets versus like oh my god this is so cool like hey new friends mm. we need to be more in that type of vibe before we can receive them is a solar flare in the near future as a potential future um, for humanity, uh, one that would affect our electronics or our electronic grid system? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it feels good to like really enjoy electronics and really enjoy everything and then also be okay without it. Start to like cultivate that piece of being um, I, I didn't, I haven't seen it as a solar flare before, but I have seen it as like the electromagnetic something of the earth being like disrupted and just moving in a way where what we have created in terms of technology ceases to work. Any timelines on either of those two? They are all possibilities that will come into being if and when and if they serve the humanity's evolution of consciousness. So right now there's a lot to be seen and a lot to be revealed. And first it's about how humanity responds to this first shakeup. Like we still, there's still gonna be, like there's gonna be an integration period from this pandemic. And from what a lot of people have experienced, there's gonna be a time of rest before these future sort of challenges and wake up calls occur. They're, they're gonna come in waves and only when we're ready. And if you think about it, we still have a lot of maturing to do and getting ready to do before you know we could handle not having any sort of electronics for a period of time at all. And like, is that is that really what humanity needs? Like that's yet to be revealed. So it feels like Presence, yeah, the, I'm like, I'm like, give me the answer. And it's like the answer that I get is presence and possibility. Presence as in be present to the now, to the experience now and open to possibility. So for everyone who's listening, um, 
I would love if you could tune into the Akashic Records and um, see if there's a message or anything that people who are listening would benefit from hearing. There's a beautiful integration of the ego occurring where we are realizing that we don't need to do or create or produce in order for our destiny to make manifest. There is nothing that we can do to take ourselves off path. There is nothing that could ever go wrong here. There is a divine perfection inherent within everything that occurs and within every single human being on the planet. You are one with this divine perfection in everything that you have experienced, everything that you have ever done and everything that you will do and will be and have been and will become. Alleviate any and all pressures that you've placed upon yourself or ideas that something has gone wrong, that you should be here or you should be there or if only this, or if only that. There's an opportunity at this time to rest in the knowing that all is well, that all is unfolding exactly as it should. And there is nothing that you could have ever done or that life could ever do to derail you from your destiny. You are currently exactly where you are meant to be and everything is happening exactly as it is meant to happen and has always been destined to happen. Know that you are living out destiny and there's nothing that you must do to change it. You are being asked at this time to surrender and become one with the way of life and align your will with divine will, with the will of life. From this place, all of your desires and your wants actually are stemmed from your intuition as you begin to desire exactly what is coming towards you. This paves a way for greater satisfaction, greater fulfillment in life and peace and ease amidst all that is occurring. Although there may be challenges on the horizon for us as a collective human race, do not confuse the word challenge with suffering or pain. Our suffering arises from resistance. from holding certain viewpoints that are those of the ego personality versus those of the soul. As you take on the perspective of the soul, you will begin to see how absolutely everything that is happening is here to serve you in some way. And it is an opportunity to grow, to open your heart, to anchor in greater peace and trust and ultimately it is guiding you to exactly where it is you have always wanted to go and be. This is the ascension. Trust the process. You have full permission to let go. Know that you are always provided for and that you are one with life. Therefore, life is always here for you and exists on your behalf for you. This is a time of great healing. It is a great purge. 
It is an elevation of consciousness and a transformation unlike any that humanity has ever seen before. We are birthing a new world and on the other side of this birthing process is a world more beautiful than any you have ever known. Have faith, trust, and hold true to the vision of what we are birthing at this time. Wow, thank you. That was beautiful. That was my final question. Awesome. That was fun. Thank you. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I feel like I learned so much from that. That was cool. Yeah, I'm I'm still getting over Donald Trump as an angel who lost a bet. <laughs> <laughs> I love that visual. Yeah. Yeah, it's a hard role to play. <laughs> Yeah, I could imagine. What, so from your perspective, what is it like uh, entering the Akashic Records, being asked questions and getting information? So my state of consciousness feels different. It feels like my energy is pooling in the center of my head, sort of like behind my third eye, behind my forehead, and it's accessing a different space. And it feels like the words that are coming through me are not necessarily always my words. It feels like they're just flowing through and I don't really know what's coming or why. And it, it, it feels like a spontaneous understanding. Like I'm not accessing my memory. I'm just receiving insight. I'm receiving a spontaneous knowing of sorts. And it's pretty cool. I learn new things every time I access the records. It's definitely a state where a lot of things don't root into my memory so much. So like right now I want to be like, oh, I learned this and this from, you know, this time that we've had together, but I can't even remember what I've learned right now. I'm just like, I know I learned things and I was seeing things I've never seen before, but I don't even remember what they are right now because of the state that my consciousness is in. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I know you've worked with a lot of people and you do readings for people, which I was lucky enough to receive one uh, while we were on the Greek island of Crete. Um, where can people find more information about you and what kind of things do you have coming up? Ooh, so they can find me at my website, daniellagill.love. And I spell my name Daniela and Gill, both with one L. I have a training coming up that I'm so excited about. It's called Akashic Metamorphosis. And it starts on June 1st. It's an online training where you will be learning how to access the Akashic Records and you will be using your connection to the Akashic Records to radically transform your life and to look at all these different aspects of your life and to elevate your consciousness and liberate you from limiting beliefs and help connect you with your potential, with your possibility, help connect you with your divine knowing and on a regular basis, feel that oneness with divinity, feel that peace, feel that trust, move forward in total faith, come into deeper acceptance of self, open your heart to greater love. So it's a training that is gonna be catalyzing and speaking to all of that and ultimately strengthening our connection to channel and activating our psychic sight and intuitive knowing and our trust in our psychic sight and intuitive knowing. So there's that, which I'm really excited about. And I would love to have you join me if you feel called. You can also connect with me on Instagram. I am Daniela Gillove on Instagram or on Facebook. 
And I will include links to all of this in the show notes, description, website, YouTube, wherever you're watching or listening to this. So you can find those links very easily. Um, can anyone access the Akashic Records? The prerequisites to accessing the Akashic Records are having a pure heart, pure intentions, and the capacity to come into a receptive, trusting state of consciousness, state of mind. It's like to be able to come into a meditative state to receive the insight. Hmm. And so this online training that you're doing, is that going to be teaching people how to access the Akashic Records on their own? Yeah, they will be learning how to access the records on their own, how to do self-readings for their own spiritual self-development and growth. When I first started accessing the Akashic Records, everything in my life changed so quickly. Like I, my growth became so accelerated and a lot of the things that I felt like I just could not heal through other means um, experienced an incredible healing. We're also going to be learning how to access the Akashic records and read the records for other people as well and how to do readings like the one that I just did on behalf of a group or on behalf of humanity or be a practitioner and offer Akashic record readings one-on-one -on -one for people, which is incredibly valuable. Ooh, sounds juicy. <laughs> yeah, I'd also love to invite anyone who's listening, if they feel called to receive a one-on-one -on -one reading, I would love to share with you you can book on my website Yes. Yeah. Check that out. They are a lot of fun. It's, it's fun when it's directed towards a single person, like towards you. Um, when it's speaking, cause this, this interview, it was more of the broad scope of humanity. Um, but what I've witnessed when it's focused just on you and your life and your sole purpose, uh, very poignant. It's a lot of really awesome information and really beneficial information comes through. So check that out. That is super awesome. Daniela, thanks so much for taking this time to, to offer your, your guidance and your support for all of us. Yeah, this was so fun. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, I appreciate it. You're just so sweet and you're such a light on this planet. So thank you. 